Welcome to The Soul Connection with Dr. Christy Ann Lefferts, also known as Dr. K. On our program, we bring you stories of faith, holistic connections, and so much more. Now, please welcome your host, Dr. K. Hello, and welcome back to The Soul Connection. We are on location today over in Lutz, Florida at Legacy Coin with Josh Hubbard. Good morning, good morning. And we have come here today because one of the top fears of aging Americans, will they outlive their money and will they outlive their savings? And right now, with inflation spiking to rates that we haven't seen historically in in decades, uh, it is a, a real concern, and people are wondering what they should do with their funds. Should they run to crypto? Should they run to precious metals? So I decided to make this episode on the Soul Connection about one of the top concerns in America today. Will people outlive their money, and how do they protect their purchasing power? Now, Josh, you are our expert today, and I wanted you to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about how you got in the business, how long you've been in the business. Give us a little history. Sure. So we've been doing this for about uh, 12 years. I've personally been doing it for 12 years, and my partner's been in it for about 20. We've been helping people diversify their assets uh, by putting their money into precious metals. Um, We try not to have people go all in. Uh, to have all their money in precious metals, but it's very smart to have a good portion in hard assets, and that's what we've been specializing in for for a long time. Okay, you say hard assets and precious metals for the people who are just tuning in today. Do you want to let them know what that would include? Sure. So what we have is gold and silver bullion. That's that's primarily your hard assets. There's other precious metals out there like palladium, rhodium, platinum. But the two primary ones that people invest in are gold and silver. You can invest in either sovereign type coins or um, what they call pre-33 gold, which is, you know, in the United States, they have very old gold that was 90% pure and it was used as currency up until 1933 when they confiscated it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that because that's interesting history. Yes. But then they have bullion, which is... uh, pure or to a pure degree uh, and they come in mostly one ounce uh, size you know what I mean there's uh, it's price per ounce yeah oh yeah price per ounce right mm-hmm. um, and gold right now is sitting around around $1,900 an ounce uh, is what you can get it for there's spot price and there's market there's always a fee to get in just like if you're investing into a stock or a a bond or something like that, you're going to have a fee to acquire that asset. There's the same thing with gold and silver. There's always a fee. Uh, we try to keep that fee low because we're here to help local customers. Um, but you can ship as well yeah. for anybody who's listening anywhere in the continental United States. You can ship within the United States. We can ship. Yeah. That is fantastic because I do believe people are looking to have personal relationships with the people that they are spending their money with. Yeah. So y- you have customers across the country? Is that yeah, we, we ship outside, you know, within the continental United States for sure. Okay. All right. So you're talking about um, bullion, one ounce trading. There's bars, there's coins. You talked about the fee. So my question is, what is the best way you would say for people to accumulate the gold or silver or any other type of precious metal. So we like to guide people to accumulate, not slowly, but consistently. Um, if they're going to move a portion of their retirement and, you know, anything that they're going to move from one, you know, Asset area, yeah, basically to, to precious metals, they can do it in one big shot, which we can handle. That's not a problem. But, you know, we want to talk to, sometimes we talk to their financial advisor and say, okay, they have X amount here and we want to move it over to this much gold or silver. If they do accumulate slowly or consistently, what we like to do is someone come in and buy 20 ounces of silver a week or a month, whatever they can afford. And by the end of the year, they kind of look in the back of their safe and they're like, hey, I have this much. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's saving. It's it's so passive if you think about it because you you, you kind of 
set it and forget it, not to quote Rob Peel, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, uh, you buy it, throw it away, and forget you own it, and all of a sudden, before you know it, you have a five-figure hedge or a six-figure hedge or even a seven-figure hedge. It's right, and inflation is working with it this whole time. Absolutely, we have one of our customers that lived in South America, and. They would literally bring wheelbarrows full of cash to, wow. to buy food. Wow. And uh, that that was so astonishing because they, their way of life were to buy things that would appreciate and, and stay with inflation. So they would buy a second car. And that second car would be $10,000. And in a year, it would be $15,000. And they would sell it to stay with inflation. inflation. Right. So it, it, it was a different way of life and thinking. And... We like to adopt that a little bit because having any kind of asset that's going to appreciate. Appreciated assets is a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. The problem is there's some, not rogue appreciated assets, but things that were implied that they were appreciating. And we just saw in the last week that if you had cryptocurrency, it dropped by 50%. Now, not that that's not going to come back, but it's very volatile. In, yes. in our opinion. Yeah. In your opinion. I, I understand that. Um, inflation really took off after the fiat currency became the norm. Right. Because if you look at the history back when, and even um, there's a famous quote by Woodrow Wilson where he regrets his move in, in cre- helping how he helped the Federal Reserve come into play and this whole fiat system of credit coming to play, which created a system of debt for the American people. Because now we have, um, as the fiat currency is printed and printed and more, each dollar that's put into place depreciates the one before it. And where gold, and when we were uh, gold back with the currency, it was what? how much $40, $35 an ounce when they started confiscating it? So it was, it was one to one. And then all of a sudden it depreciated by 40% after they, I mean, that was off the first six months. So it, it was, it was the, I don't want to say it like this, but it was the biggest money grab of it, its time. In history. Yes. Yes. It was terrible. Uh, what happened? And so that way, when they're confiscating people's gold, they kept running the price down and they were giving the people less and less and less until they got most of what they wanted in because they made it illegal at that point, which this law, by the way, is still on the books. They've never they've never taken it off, but they made it illegal for people to own gold. And they said and they made it a law for that. You could not reject American currency for buying goods and services, which people there are businesses today that say we don't accept cash and they don't realize that they're going against the law that was put in place back when they took our gold because people wanted gold back assets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they're actually breaking the law. And the law says if you reject U.S. tender for any good or service that you're, oh, you, you've, you consider the debt canceled. Right. Exactly. For any of these, anyone to reject cash, it, 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 it boggles my mind when you hear about just, hey, we're not taking cash, we're not taking cash. They're breaking the law every single time they do that. And um, But like you said about fiat currency, they, they enslaved Americans almost when they came, when, when they put this whole process of debt um, and, and borrowing against what? You know, right? They went off the gold standard. What are you borrowing against? What what asset is there to back that? It, it, it doesn't two plus two doesn't equal four. They do that, so. so really, what they're what they're leveraging up is the taxation of the American people and corporations, and it's almost like the stock market with these multiples, almost like the tech stock market with these crazy multiples, how many times can you leverage up the tax base? And every time they do that and they print more money that is leveraged against another dollar, basically the precious metals are going to gain value because they are, they are the, the, the stability and the fiat currency is just paper. Yes. So historically, Gold and silver have risen to hedge against inflation. 
And that is the main reason people should invest in gold and silver and other precious metals is to hedge themselves against inflation for the future. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of inflation, like a lot. Yeah, this the, the inflation this year has been mind-blowing. Yeah. Anybody who's gone to the grocery store, what I, what I used to go in and grab for $50 is I, I spend almost a hundred bucks every time I walk into a grocery store and I'm getting less and less walking out. Yep. And that's just our food. Then you take it across the gas, you know, for our cars and our, our power for our households. Everything has been skyrocketing. Yep. And and the, the pinch is real. No, it's absolutely real. It's absolutely real. You're, you're saying not just at the gas station. Matter of fact, if you calculate what the, gas, the price of gas is now, it really should be double that it's going to track with inflation, which hopefully we don't see that. But uh, with the price of everything else going up, mm -hmm. it, it's only a matter of time and we're going to see that go up as well. Right. So. And then when the, the fuel goes up, the cost of goods have to include sure. that in and it, and it just keeps going and going and going. Absolutely. So that is definitely a case to consider diversifying your assets. And um, there's always this fear and greed continuum that people struggle with, that they take the money out of their, quote, trading account, or they're trying to trade for a profit, then they're moving from the greed side of the continuum over to the fear side of the continuum. Right. Right. So there's this, this balance that goes on going back to your recommendation of having a certain percentage that you're comfortable with, whether it's 20% or, you know, but you should have some hard assets. Absolutely. Absolutely. We say 10 to 20% is healthy. Um, anything more than that is being cautious and safe to protect your family. Um, all of us that believe in this and have believed in it for a very long time, we, we sleep you know, a little bit better knowing that those hard assets are, are there. Um, we want to protect those hard assets, obviously, and that's something we wanted to talk about with either a safe, uh, a real safe, not not the ones you get at Walmart and all that kind of stuff. But. The kind with the three bars and, yeah. and the big wheel that goes yeah. clank when you shut it absolutely, and it's bolted into the floor exactly or a safety deposit box that's it's, it's an option they're like uh, some of your banks are free they'll, they'll give you as a service depending on what you do with them or $40 a year 40 50 bucks a year it's not bad and you know that you can access it at any time uh, but for people that don't want to have a safety deposit box get a real safe but and get it bolted into your floor. Get it bolted. <laughs> yes. You want either a TL-15 or a TL-30. And what that means is a TL-15 is a professional with 15 minutes with a torture tool. They're going to have to get in. That's what they're going to take to get into the safe. Now, this one right behind here is a TL-30. That is a beautiful safe, it's sir. Very, very, very dirty with all sorts of stuff on it. But, yes, it's a great safe. That takes 30 minutes with a tool or a torch to be able to get into it. And by that time, the cops are here. We're here. That's it. You know, so game over. Right. <laughs> yes. And you don't have to give. You know, for someone to protect their assets, there's there's less expensive stuff. You know, these safes run brand new. They're about ten grand. Uh, but you can get a really good safe that you bolt to the floor for about fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. If you're hedging yourself. Fifteen hundred dollars is great insurance that no one's going to be able to just come in and take what you want. You don't want it in a shoebox or a um, drawer. Right. So. Right. Okay. Anybody who's lived through a home invasion will attest to that because it's traumatizing. But if you know you've got everything, um, home security system that, and a safe that can withhold, you know, a half an hour of a, or more under a torch, sure. you're good. Yeah. You're golden. Sure, okay. Make sure your family's safe. Make sure you're insured. And make sure the police are on the way. And that's, that's what you want. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that is great advice. Uh, also, I wanted to talk a little bit before we go to break, um, back on, on some of this historical, the, the background, because some people are very new to considering precious metals. They don't get, now you're seeing more on the te television as a marketed asset group, but in the past it was highly uh, neglected as an asset group. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the kids today are more apt to be oh, pro-cryptocurrency than they are to realize that there's this whole other asset group that that is, isn't something is based in the cloud or 
So there's, there's nothing. I mean, cryptocurrency obviously has made made a very big splash in the last few years. And, you know, it's, it's something. It's another inflation hedge because it's taking your money from the Federal Reserve system and taking it outside of that system. Right. And people, even like Robert Kiyosaki, he said Bitcoin is good, but also gold and silver. He's saying to 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 spread that out a little bit. A couple of things that we saw in here that kind of hurt. Not, not hurt, but we saw these guys selling their gold to buy crypto. And I know that they took a 50% hit. I mean, oh, wow. It's, it's terrible. So if gold and silver were to fluctuate like cryptocurrency, you would see global markets almost crash. Because no matter what, gold and silver is, it, it's, it's, it's one of the most, the oldest tool of being, of, a, of backing a currency or backing an investment is gold and silver. So if you were to see gold go from $1,800 an ounce to $900 an ounce to $1,200 an ounce to $800 an ounce, it would crash the entire global market. Um, and that's not happening. So that's where safety and security comes in investing in those kind of assets versus cryptocurrency. I'm not saying that people did not get rich on certain cryptocurrency because they definitely did. They made some money. Mm-hmm. But it's very volatile. And not something that you can sleep safely at night, especially like you said, it's in a cloud. Like, where is it? <laughs> yeah, which cloud has it? Right. Yeah, uh, and, and I don't. I'm not against it. Um, I just don't understand buying into a private yacht club that you can't visit forever have any benefit whatsoever, but other than telling people I own some, and and that's 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 crypto to me in a nutshell. If it's not backed by a company or or some other you know hard asset that they're saying right, they're and some are some oh, some are. Yep. So it's just more of a buyer beware on that versus going to a reputable dealer that checks the quality of the the material that they're selling, um, licensed dealers, and you've built a relationship with. Yeah, absolutely. So that's great advice. Um, We're going to be heading off to break here in a moment, but really quickly, the last point for this segment, because we're going to come back. And we're going to talk a little bit about bullion and coins and uh, the different types, sovereign coins, junk silver. We're going to touch on that. But tell the difference to our audience between precious metals and industrial metals. Okay. So precious metals are refined uh, by a mint. So it's either a sovereign country that that has mints, like the United States Mint, Canada, uh, Austria, Australia, you know, all of them, they have um, a refined product, which comes in bullion. And then there's industrial metal where they use it for like solar panels and all that kind of stuff. Um, that, there's, there's industrial uses for metal, um, which this is one of the reasons why precious metals are so sought after and desired. Uh, and then there's a the refined product, which helps you hedge against inflation and invest. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, you're right on target. So we're going to go to break. We'll be back just to discuss a different type of bullion. Thank you. The Voice America Influencers Channel is on Facebook. If you haven't already, be sure to like our page because this is where you'll share and read stories and tips from all of our influencers. Search for Voice America Influencers or click the like button under the player today. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Soul Connection. If you'd like to call in during the live show, call us at 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to Holistic Wellness Tampa at gmail.com. And now, back to this week's show. Let's just take a quick pause and acknowledge why this subject is just so important right now. 
as Americans are going to the grocery store, they're seeing the, the groceries cost more, the gas is costing more. It's putting this huge pinch on American families. And it is actually more than just the spending that has been out of control in Washington. It's also the fact that there's all this geopolitical heat all over the world. And in retaliation to some of our policies, you've got countries that are starting to take and trade their com the commodity base for their countries outside of the dollar, which has been what we call the reserve currency all over the world for the biggest markets of the world. When they don't need those dollars to trade their oil, those excess, do excess dollars start making it back into our market. And when they make it back into our market, our dollars become worth less with every incoming dollar. So it is prudent to consider, hey, maybe I should move things outside of the dollar system so I can pace with inflation because inflation has been really out of control. And this is where I wanted to interject our spiritual contributor. I have a recording from Dr. Carolee Lane from Dr. Carolee Lane Ministries, and she's granted me the permission to play her 2022 prophetic word, and I isolated down the part about inflation. So we're going to take a listen to that real quick, and then we're going to resume back into this fascinating discussion and this wonderful education that we're getting on precious metals. I was praying over this year, and the Lord spoke to me, and he said, inflation. Oh, really, girl? That doesn't sound good. I don't want to hear that prophecy. I even had my sister tell me that she went into the store and she said, I couldn't buy the bread. I have never seen bread so high. I can't say that we really buy bread. We really don't every once in a while. So I haven't checked the process out as to what's going on there. But I do know that there's something going on in the grocery stores. There's empty shelves. There, I see even in uh, stores merchandise. They're bringing out old merchandise from last year to fill some of the shelves. And the Spirit of God spoke to me, and I almost addressed it on Facebook. I come on on Tuesday night, reverse the curse at 7 o'clock. I almost addressed it, but I felt like the Lord was leading me another way. But I hid this in my heart. He gave me the scripture that actually will take place during the seven years of tribulation. But he spoke to me, Revelation 6, 6, and he said, inflation is coming. You said, what does Revelation 6, 6 say? It says that you'll buy one loaf of wheat bread and it will feed one person for a day's wages. You can buy three loaves of barley, which is a cheaper grain, and feed your family on it for one day's wages. Wow. What is that speaking about? And I began to study it. And I realized that inflation was coming. And I heard the Spirit of God say, Tell my people to be prudent and to prepare. What do you mean, Carol? Do you believe that I should go out and buy tubs of food and you know, do this and do that and do that and do the other. This is what I believe. I believe you need to hear from God for yourself. I am not going to tell you what to do, but I do know this, that God speaks to his people. And right now, he is speaking to each and every one of us individually. I even said on Facebook, I heard the word, I heard a voice say, I can't afford it. It's paycheck to paycheck. And all of a sudden I said, but you smoke cigarettes. Give up those cigarettes and buy you some bread. And it just came out of my mouth. Freeze that bread. So I heard the Lord speak. But he also said to me, it will be as the days of, of Isaac. I will be with my people where some are in famine. Some of you will strike water and be able to take care of your households, your, your belongings. In the case of Isaac, it was his herds. Because God is an individual God. Where Egypt was suffering, God's people had light. They had, had provision. That does not give you an excuse. I don't have to buy. I don't have to do. I don't have to. You know, I'm going to tell you something. It's prudent to set something up. We're going to dis continue our discussion about gold and silver, the different types of gold and silver available, coins versus bars, 
and we're going to also have some of this footage available for you to check out on our social media as he's talking through the different types, the different mints, the different countries that put out these coins. So thank you, Josh, so much. This is so educational for our listeners that have had so many questions and they don't know where to start. So mm -hmm. uh, you've laid out here different types of coins, and I want you to talk about the difference between junk silver, silver, the different mints, the different countries. So sure. thank you so much. What we have here is just what what you would consider bullion, and but you have from sovereign nations. This is an American Eagle. Um, so on the front you have Lady Liberty and on the back you have a, an Eagle. Um, this is put out by our mint, US Mint. Um, these typically have a little bit more of a premium because they're from our country, so uh, they're sought after. People trust them. They, they come out every single year with a certain mintage, so people will collect books of them and hand them to their kids and grandkids. Mm. Um, we get a lot of them for gifts and stuff like that, and then people invest in them, obviously. Uh, next to it, we have a South African Krugerrand, which is still silver. Um, see the and these front. are also available in gold. Yes, Krugerrands are available in gold. Uh, all, all of these coins are available with their gold counterpart. Um, but uh, so these come in like a tube of 25 versus the Eagles come in a tube of 20. If you get them directly from the mint, you can see it's this is the United States Mint seal right here. Um, so and then next to it are Canadian maple leaves, which are still the purity is four nines on this one. Four um, nines versus three nines. Three nines. Yep. Okay. Tell tell. So just American. a little little bit more pure, less less other additives, copper and stuff like that in there. So, um, you, you know they have a date on the front, uh, security feature. When you see the coin shimmer like this, is actually a security feature to prevent counterfeit. Um, Does is that just unique to the maple, or is that to all of them? Uh, no. Well, so the eagle has one, but it's not on the front of the coin. It's right there. Ah, it's on the side. That's a new feature as of 2021. Okay. Yep. And so it's to prevent counterfeit coins. Counterfeit coins. There's a lot of counterfeit coins. It's something I was going to bring up. People on Facebook, they see these deals and they look way too good to be true. And we always know if something looks too good to be true, it probably is. Um, they're seeing eagles selling for half of what silver spot cost would be. And they're taking these orders online. They're completely taking people's money. It's, a, it's an absolute scam. So that's why when you buy this stuff, you want to go to a reputable dealer online or in person that, you know, a local dealer that mm -hmm. you trust. You know, they would have a machine that they can throw the coin on and, and verify. Verify, it. yep. If it's so, it would just show up on your machine that it does not have mm -hmm. the, the content, the silver in it. Let me show you the machine. I'll go get it real quick. And this is fantastic information because a lot of people don't understand why they need a dealer so this, this is, is called one, a, of the, one of the reasons yes yeah, this is a sigma sigma metalytics this tests the density of the coin so we turn it on so it says run sample yep hit run and then you're going to select you're going to go down from gold to silver and you see how it says four nines so we're going to put this down here hit run put the silver maple leaf and you see it's dead center now anywhere in between these brackets means it's it's pure and it's it verifies for sure but you can change the setting so if you go over to 99.9 mm -hmm. and say you're gonna take the Krugerrand throw it on there and it's right there and then now uh, you want to switch to American Eagle does it do gold silver copper mm -hmm. palladium it does every everything. Well, not copper. Well, it'll tell you copper, but this does more precious metals than anything. Palladium, rhodium, platinum, gold, and silver. Okay. Um, so any any dealer should have this in their shop to be able to verify. Because if you don't have this tool, it's it's not good. It's hit and miss, right? <laughs> Correct. It's hit and miss. And we see almost daily we see stuff coming in here and people think it's real and they say i say okay well let me check it out and i throw it on the machine and it's not it's not yep so okay well that is fantastic information to know mm -hmm. and so we've gone through the american mint the south african mint mm -hmm. and the canadian yep. now with the canadians where we we had paused for a second the canadian maple leaves actually have the queen on the back they do 
They do. And how long have they had the queen on the back? Long time. <laughs> long time. I just find that ironic that um, the UK is supposed to be the fallen empire, but yet we have countries around the world still putting the queen's image on their money because that is considered money because yes. it's minted right it, well it has a dollar figure on it so yeah it's, it's sovereign it so is. it's sovereign money mm -hmm. so perhaps canada is still under the british empire we don't know uh, yeah, we don't know i don't want to be too suggestive but yeah <laughs> but it's uh, sovereign money it's sovereign it, it money. just ma makes yep. you stop and go huh yep i wonder why yep it would be like our money having Japan's president. It, it wouldn't really what work wouldn't out it? too well. Yeah, yeah but no. we would sit there and go, how come this other country's monarch or, or leader is on our sovereign money? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So these are all traded currencies mm -hmm. of a country just minted in solid precious metals. Correct. Correct. Now, the alternative to that is where the, you have private mints that aren't sovereign, but they're trusted. Uh, there's there's companies like Inglehard and Johnson Matthey that uh, some of their stuff even gets collectible. What I have is just a 10-ounce bar right here. Um, plain Jane, but same thing. We put on the machine. And, and they come know, in 5-ounce, 10-ounce. 50-ounce, 100-ounce. There we go. Kilogram. Um, we can, you know, so but same thing we put this thing on here and it's right yeah. in the center so. is there less of a premium because it's plain jane on yes. the bars mm -hmm. sure is um but it's not considered junk because it's full silver correct. correct okay and we want to explain what junk or constitutional silver is sure junk constitutional silver is anything pre-1964 um they the the term is junk but it doesn't mean it has to be junk um but it's 90 percent silver uh, it's how our currency or coin currency was for dimes, quarters, and halves. Um, and then certain, you know, obviously you have Morgan dollars and peace dollars. That those have a little bit more intrinsic value to it. Uh, but the junk silver, if it's not in great condition or it's a key date, uh, it goes for a lot less off of the premium between spot and market versus bullion or than when you get into maples or Krugerrands or um, eagles. Right, so anything pre-1964, your dimes, your quarters. Mm -hmm. And your halves. And your halves, but not your nickels. No, not your nickels. There you go. Yeah. Just trying to make this very clear. So pre-64 is 90% silver. That's called junk silver or constitutional silver, correct? correct? Mm -hmm. Then between 64 and 70, we have another bracket. Yeah, so only the halves were 40% silver. Well, and the Ikes as well. Um, but you, you see from 65 to 70, you have these 40% silver Kennedys that were circulated, which have some silver in them, but there's a much different equation, you know, there's a bigger, different equation than a 90% silver um, half. Okay. All right. And then you have the Liberty Bells. You want to talk about some of the other... Oh, like Walking Liberties and Franklins and stuff yes. like that. Those are all 90% silver. Um, they're from different eras. The the Franklins from the 50s to the 60s. Um, Which has Benjamin Franklin on it, and that's why they're called Franklins. Yes. Okay. Um, and then there's Walking Liberties that go all the way back from the early 1900s to 1943 or 44, somewhere around there. But um, it, those are the different eras of the halves. And then you go into Barber halves behind that, and it goes, but, but at that point, it's not junk anymore. That's when you start getting to the numismatic side of uh, the, the coin business. Okay. So in, there would be a greater intrinsic value for anything b below, what, 1960? No, 1940? Nin, nin, well, there's a couple key dates in there. There's a 38D that's actually worth some money. It's a walking liberty. It's nice. Um, 38D, okay. Then there's... Uh, D standing for? Denver. Denver, yep. you gotta tell them. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then, you know, there's some key dates. 1917 is a key date for the Walking Liberties. It's, it's, uh, now, tell them what a Walking Liberty is. Uh, that's a half, uh, you know, 50 cent piece that's 90% silver. It's a really pretty coin, though, because it has Lady Liberty on it. Mm -hmm. And it's how, it's actually what our eagles are kind of fashioned, you know, the same design today, um, because it's such a pretty coin. And so, if you get them in nicer shape, they, 
they, they're much more than the 10 or $11 worth of silver in them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe at the end here, we'll, we'll grab a picture of some of those. Sure. Uh, and we'll be able to post, post that. But we'll continue here because you have a, a couple more coins laid out for us. Yeah. So this is just more examples of regular bullion. Okay. okay. So this is like from Sunshine Mint right here. Sunshine um, Mint. So this is not a sovereign coin. Nope. This doesn't yeah, have a dollar value or anything that. like that. It's just a regular round of bullion, one ounce silver bullion. Now, I have to ask, is that one easier to counterfeit than the sovereign? Coins? Yeah, yeah, that's why you need the machine. That's <laughs> why you really need the machine. Yeah. If you're going to deal with, what do you call it, minted coins that are not sovereign coins. Yeah, if, if you're going to go through like a private mint, which is, a you know, Mason Mint, Sunshine Mint, Engelhard, even JM, um, there's a bunch of them out there. If you're going to use those, you, you definitely want to have something to verify it other than just weighing it and even a scratch test. They, they plate these things heavy, and then they're made of copper or brass, mm. which is bad. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Influencers lead. But on Twitter, they also follow. Check out what the influencers are saying and talk back to us with your great ideas. Follow the Voice America Influencers channel on Twitter at VA Influencers. That's at VA Influencers and join in. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Soul Connection. If you'd like to call in during the live show, call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Tampa at gmail.com and now back to this week's show we're going to continue our discussion on gold and silver coins with some of these specimens that have been laid out before us we're going to also add pictures of these on our instagram at the soul connection usa our facebook page soul connection usa and you can also catch us on soulconnectionusa.com all right and then you have a indian this buffalo is, head yeah these are these are pretty common this was done by the mason mint um, they have a little tiny mint mark right here mm this is silver buffalo round the united states mint did a buffalo one year in 2001 and they're really collectible but these are not from the u.s mint these are just one ounce rounds but this is one of the most common ones you see but if people wanted to collect silver for the sake of hedging inflation mm -hmm. they'd be better off getting more for their money as an inflation hedge versus as a trying to collect it where you're paying intrinsic premiums correct correct, correct. if you're looking just at what they call it silver stackers and if you're just stacking silver these, or gold or gold yep they do this in gold as well they do 10 ounce bars in gold it's a little yeah we just don't have the countertop laid out with gold no <laughs> no we're, we're live with customers so you're right exactly we're, 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 so if you're looking to just stack silver to hedge against inflation if you're not buying junk silver, this is the second cheapest option um, because you're going to pay a lot less premium versus the sovereign minted coins. Okay. So give me an idea of the difference in pricing between them. Why would I choose an American Liberty or a Kugrin or a Maple Leaf or uh, a China Panda? Give them some more options sure. here. We've got Philharmonics, right? Mm -hmm. Philharmonics. There's, so when it comes to the sovereign coins, people like that it was ma minted by a country sometimes. Now, in certain cases, they'll pay a little bit more for that, and we have to charge a little bit more because our cost is higher than just a regular round of silver that we can pick up. In the last year, things have the gap is widened between okay. the spot price and market price. Um, is that, that because of demand? 
it is because of demand. Uh, definitely, it's become because of demand. There was also Reddit. We all know who Reddit is, and there was uh, what they call the Wall Street Apes, which we know about the AMC stock and um, GameStop and stuff like that, which they manipulated. Right. They attempted to do that with the silver market last year, early. Okay. And when they did that, that drove the price between spot and market crazy. And for about two weeks, it was 10 to $15 over spot to be able to get this stuff. Wow. Yes. So that hyped demand, but things have reeled back in a little bit for sure. Um, now you're typically, you can get the regular bullion for 350 to 450 uh, over spot, which is you know, anywhere between 18 to 20% of uh, what spot price is. Um, Eagles have a little bit more of a gap because of demand. Now, those are in high demand. To be able to get those, the mint was shut down for about a month, and they've, they're back to slow production, but there's so a demand. So the Eagles are the highest of, of, the, yeah. of the options you have laid out here. The Eagles would be carrying the highest dollar per coin cost, mm-hmm. correct? They are. But they're all one ounce. Yes, they're all that one is, ounce. And they're all... The same purity, except for the Canadian maple leaf, is a little bit more pure, but it carries less premium. Correct. The Eagle, I mean, like, like I said, that's kind of like a, a staple for you know people buying for gifts or for investment. They, it, they know it. They know it through and through. It's recognizable, and that's why. But with the demand, you're seeing that big price. We try to keep the price as low as possible. We're making minimal, minimal. I mean, seventy-five cents to a dollar per ounce, which is very modest. Uh, we see other dealers not doing that. There was just two big shows where we saw a huge price uh, gap between spot and market, and it was gouging almost. And it was not okay. So not something we do here at practice. Uh, we try to keep it as affordable to the customer as possible. Okay. So some of it really is for the people that kind of like the look of this coin and look of that coin because the purity is all the same. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, our customers will say something speaks to them. It's like, okay, well, you know, here you go. And they always want to see a variety, which we try to keep as much of a variety as we can. Getting physical gold and silver in in the last year has been a little tougher. You have, obviously, the mints aren't running at full capacity across the board due to whatever restrictions they might have in their certain states. Mm -hmm. Um, We're in Florida. We have a little less restrictions. I wish there was more mints in Florida. We would be running a lot stronger. Gotcha. Well, personally, I, I like the, the Philharmonic coin. I think that's yeah. really pretty. Yep. And I'm assuming that has the same security feature on it? Um, the Philharmonic. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a Philharmonic. There is no security feature on it. No, no. Show that to Yep. Me. But it has a dollar amount on there, a $1.50 euros. And you definitely, if you get anyone to sell you one for one fifty euro, you <laughs> want to do that. A real um, one. Yep. But this is from Austria, and it's just just like the other countries. They're sovereign mint, and it's a pretty coin. So if you're traveling, mm-hmm. you can take these literally as cash. Yes, you Because can. I know there's there's amounts of money that you have to declare. You can't travel more than 10000 You could take those at face value because they're cash. They've got a cash amount. Uh, customs usually sees that and you have to declare it and they, they know that it's more than just the cash value yeah so you got to be careful if you're okay yeah. well the, these are good tips to yep. know because these are things that you know people wonder about yep absolutely if they go to canada they take this with is it considered currency or is it considered an investment yep there's there's certain so this is a fine line it is a fine line it is a fine line but you, you always want to make sure you're careful with going into another country and declaring what you have because if you don't declare it they can confiscate it from you that's so. a good good advice yep. good advice okay so some of the older stuff that, that we can that we don't see too often in here but we have we have a few that we bought from a collection um, are Byzantine coins Byzantine era um, these are about 1400 years old Wow. Uh, and that's an amazing coin for the people who, I mean, I know you, you can't see it, but the, the detail on it is beautiful. It's like a work of art. Absolutely. Now, how, how big of coin is that? It's only about three. Each one is, is a little bit like this is three point. Oh, this one's 4.37 grams, and this one is 4.44. There's one that's like 3.73 grams. Um, they weren't too worried about consistency uh, because of the way these were struck. It was very, very, I mean, 
It wasn't refined at all. They they had they had a, a planchet and they just smacked. <laughs> wow. Yep. Um, so for these to have the higher grade that they do, this one has a strike of a five out of five, and then the surface conditions are three out of five. That was verified by NGC. That's one of the most trusted. Uh, okay. Explain those two ratings sure. to the audience. So the. Uh, the strike is five out of five, which means it was the most perfect strike possible, uh, or the highest grade strike for that time. You know, they didn't have modern uh, minting equipment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, this is a, is a five out of five, which is perfect. And then for the surface, there is some circulation, so they give it a three out of five, which is pretty impressive for a fourteen hundred year old coin. Yes, yes, and and back then they didn't have inflation because. Basically, everything was made out of precious metals. That kept inflation at bay because they couldn't leverage their money. That was their money. That was their money. Yep. Yes. So, and even there are some states now that have made gold-backed bills in different denominations, which I find kind of interesting. Yep. Because if we had literally the amount of gold in our bills instead of being able to leverage our bills, wouldn't that stabilize like it did before they took us into the fiat system, we didn't have much inflation. No, no, we didn't. Uh, yeah, the Utah goldbacks are something that are pretty interesting as a concept, and they're they're. Yeah, Utah, Nevada, New yeah. Hampshire, I believe has. Yeah. They're starting to adopt it, and you're gonna you're probably gonna see more of that coming. I think it's very very there's sliver amounts of gold that are in there, but if you've ever held one, they're 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 just a little denser. You can you can feel something else is in there than, than paper. Right, but it's traded currency in those states. Absolutely. Is it traded currency throughout the United States or just in those states? Only recognized in those states. In those states. Yeah. Utah, Nevada, New Hampshire. I think there's one more, but I'm not sure. I'm not completely up on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was very well aware of the Utah goldbacks because people were bringing them in. Hey, check this out. Yeah. Okay. All right. So back to our little display here. You have the Byzantine coin, and that is for the small the, the size of it. It's pretty expensive. Yes. Um, you're dealing with a piece of history. You're owning a piece of history when, when you have these. These were not as expensive as they are now. People have started to realize that they call it getting hot in the market. You know, things are becoming more desirable and, you know, demand is higher than supply. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what's happened with the Byzantine coins. They shot up. These used to be about 500 bucks a piece. Now they're about 1,000, um, depending on... And how much gold is in it? Uh, you figure it's got 4.4 grams, so about 260 bucks. 260 bucks for 1,000 bucks. So that's your premium for history. Yes. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, of course. And then what I did is I, I grabbed some modern gold. It's, you know, this is from the Perth Mint. This is... Uh, and that's a little gold bar. Yep. How big ounce. is that? One ounce? Yep, one ounce. It gives you full assay report on the back. Of the weight and the purity and all that kind of stuff, you can always throw it on the Sigma machine. But uh, now they do make counterfeit ones of these, so you do want to always check those as well. Even they'll, they'll say the Perth Mint. They'll have the number on the back too. Absolutely, and they'll be not made of gold, and so you need to be very careful uh, buying those not from a dealer that you trust. Okay, yep. and you had made an interesting comment on break that counterfeiting is not a new. No. Phenomenon. Nope. That's why we have these old Byzantine coins graded, because they check to see if they're authentic and they back them um, with their expertise and knowledge uh, of putting their stamp of approval on it, not just with the grade, but with their hologram and, and name of their company. Say, hey, we, we approve that this coin is legit. Is, it, is vintage. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but they did make counterfeit versions of these coins as well. So. Throughout history? Yes. or Okay. Throughout history. Throughout history. Wow. The other two or four specimens we have sitting out here. So we have a gold American Eagle and a gold Buffalo. These are both one ounce from the American the United States Mint. Um, and then to the right of it is a one tenth ounce. Fractional gold is out there. The premium is a little higher on this stuff um, because it's fractional. Whenever you get out of that one ounce uh, denomination and go down to tenth or quarter or half, you're going to pay more of a premium. Um, same thing with this Canadian Maple Leaf. It's a twentieth of an ounce. And it's graded MS-63, that means Mint State 63. Um, the highest grade you can get in the Mint State is 70. So 63 is pretty good. What is the uh, allure of getting graded coins? Good question. The allure of it is to know the condition of it either being touched or not being touched so much. And then it's Mint State, it means it's not even circulated. It's uncirculated. Uncirculated. Correct. 
there's and then when you get below MS60, you get to what they call AU, which is almost uncirculated, which means it's been touched but not so much. Uh, and then you get down into the lower grades where it's been heavily circulated and you know, so on. And the lowest grade is call. Call. Yep. C U L L. Okay. Well, people are going to see these terms, so I'm trying to give them a, a oh, little absolutely. rounded tour of the industry here. Sure. So you have the difference between the fractional and the one ounce. It isn't, if I had the equivalent amount of gold in the fractionals mm -hmm. to make a one ounce, it would be considerably more in price. Uh, about 15% higher. Okay, so that so that's about the premium I'm getting fractionals, but the purpose for fractionals would be for people to be able to accumulate at lower dollar amounts. Correct. So if someone can't uh, you know, it, spend two thousand dollars a right. coin, it, it, it's all about budget. So if they have a couple hundred dollars to invest, they can slowly accumulate. They're going to pay a little bit more of a premium, but when the price of gold goes up, it'll even out, and hopefully they'll be ahead. Okay. And prior to 1933, did America have some gold coins? Uh, of course. <laughs> All right. Do you want to give a little blurb well, on that? So in 1933, they recalled all the gold. And before that, it, our currency was, was gold back. Gold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had a $20 gold piece, you had a $10 gold piece, a five, a two and a half, a one. Um, and that was currency. People would walk around with these gold coins in their pocket, playing it around. And so. When they recalled it in 1933, that was that big money grab that we talked about earlier. Yes. People lost 40 percent. Yes. And they, they issued, said, hey, uh, you gave us a $20 gold piece, and we're going to give you this note, but now it's only worth 12 Right. That's horrible. That is horrible. And there were bills that were called gold certificate bills, mm -hmm. which are different than our dollars today, because yes. they were not a U.S. dollar, but they were a gold certificate note. Mm -hmm. It was basically a prompt, you know, you turn in your gold to us, and we'll give you a note that's worth that in gold, but then they deflated the price. So Okay. So if people go on the internet and they see dollar bills that are tied to gold and silver, are, is there any value with those, or are they just collector's items? I mean, now they're collectors. So and they, they grade those bills. I mean, they, they had those bills in great amounts. They were more than, you know, they had $10,000 notes back in the day. Um, and uh, they're, they're more collectible, and, and they're worth a lot more than their face value as well, if they're a nice shape. But as a collectible, but they're not tied to the physical asset anymore. Not at all. Okay. It would be great to be able to turn that in for the face value. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I thank you so much. I think we've really covered a lot of ground today. Hopefully, some of our listeners reach out to you. Tell them how to connect with you. Our website's tampagoldandsilver.com. Uh, and our phone number is 813 All right, tampagoldandsilver.com. Can they put orders in online if they want to? Yeah, we can They can do that. Okay, well, that's how you get a hold of Josh. Josh Hubbard, thank you so much. Thank you again for tuning into The Soul Connection. Please join Dr. Christiane Lefferts again every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, find new ways this week and every week to make your own soul connections.